the night before the Yidin left Mitzrayim, they had a mitzvah to eat a carbon Pesach along with matzah. But in regards to this matzah, we find something very surprising. That is, as far as the matzah that's going to be a mitzvah in future generations to eat, the Pasuk says, Shivas yomim of matzois, lechem oini, mitzrayim. We need to eat matzah, lechem oini, poor bread, because we have left Mitzrayim in a haste. What does it mean, poor bread? We learn out from here that the matzah needs to be lechem oini. That means a poor bread, meaning made only of flour and water, as opposed to matzah ashira. Matzah ashira would mean matzah that's made with other things, such as wine, oil, etc. Now, this is true regarding the uh, future celebrations of Pesach. However, in regards to the matzah, the eight Mitzrayim, nothing of the sort is mentioned, which makes it sound like they were able to be yoitze, that first original Pesach, with matzah ashira. Now, when the Yidin left Mitzrayim the following day, and were told that they, the, their dough didn't rise, at that point it was definitely lechem oini, it was only flour and water. Which leads us to say that on the one hand, in the future uh, Pesach of future generations, it's only lechem oini, flour and water. In Mitzrayim itself, we have a difference. When they're leaving Mitzrayim, it's lechem oini, but the, the matzah they have while still being in Mitzrayim the night before was able to be matzah ashira. We need to understand what, why is that and what's the significance of this. Another thing says that, but from the fact that while they were in Mitzrayim, they were allowed to technically have matzah ashira, there needs to be something in future generations, something similar to this. In fact, says the Rebbe, the Mordechai tells us that at the time of the Beis HaMikdash, they ate the full meal, including eating matzo ashira, before starting the Seder part of it with the Lechem Oini, with the ordinary matzo. Similarly, says the Rebbe, these days, although on the night of Pesach we only have Lechem Oini, the regular ordinary matzo, on Erev Pesach, although we're not allowed to eat matzah, but we are allowed to eat matzah ashira. In other words, we see over here that in the preparation for Pesach, there is some room for having matzah ashira. The Rebbe says, in regards to eating lechem oini, the Pasek gives us the reason, because we left Mitzrayim in haste. Now, when the Pasek says lechem oini, first of all, it means, of course, that we should be eating Matzo rather than chametz, but also lechem oini means that it shouldn't be matzo ashira. In other words, the, when the pasuk says ki bechipazim because you left in haste, is a reason both for not eating chametz, but also for not having matzo ashira. So we need to understand why is it that ki bechipazim because we left in haste is a reason also for not having matzo ashira. The Rebbe says from this same pasuk we also learn that the dough that we use, the mixture that we use, needs to be from ingredients that can actually become chametzdik, and we need to watch it and guard it that it shouldn't become chametzdik. So in other words, because we left in haste is also a reason, not only for not having matzo ashira, but also for the fact that we're using, we can't use things that automatically would not become chametz. Which tells us that there must be a connection between these two things, that... As a result of Kibuchi Pazoin, we can't have these two issues with matzah, neither matzah ashira or matzah that wouldn't become chametzdik. And here we see something very interesting, that on the one hand, in future generations, there is going to be both of these things in our matzah, 
But in the original Pesach Mitzrayim, that first night, so on the one hand, they, we said before they could have matzo ashira, but there was still the idea that the, that the ingredients they used had to be the kind that could have become chametzdik, and that's why they're being told to make sure that it should not become chametzdik. So we need to understand the significance, again, of why it is that in future generations these two things are linked. We can't have neither matzah ashira, or we can't have, we also can't have a dough that wouldn't naturally become chametzdik, whereas in Pesach Mitzrayim, these two things did not necessarily go together. You could have matzah ashira, but you could also have, and you cannot have a dough that would naturally not become chametz. It has to be able to become chametzdik. And we guard it not to become chametz. The Rebbe says the explanation of all of this can be understood based on the explanation of according to Chassidus, the difference between Lechem Oini and Matzo Ashira. Lechem Oini, which is only flour and water. Now water doesn't have taste and give taste into the dough. Represents Kabbalah soil when you're doing something without the understanding, without the Geshmak, you don't have your Seichel and Midas involved. On the other hand, Matzo Ashira, which has the, the wine or oil, etc., is things that give a geschmack, give a nice flavor and a taste. In Avoida, this is the idea of serving Hashem with our seichel, with our understanding. We appreciate what we're doing. Now, when a person is serving Hashem only with Kabbalah soil, as far as his seichel and midis, his intellect and emotion, there is still some room for evil to exist because he didn't eradicate it completely as far as his understanding goes. There is still room for some of these negative things. He's only not doing it because of Kabbalah soil. He's forcing himself. This is the avoider which we call iskafia. On the other hand, when a person is serving Hashem with his understanding, with his feelings, with his emotions, with his enjoyment, then that negates completely the idea of evil. And this is what we call ishapcha, complete transformation. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand the connection between the two things. We say matzo ashira and the concept of things not being able to become chametzdik. That means, when a person's avoid is in a way of matzo ashira, meaning he has his seichel and his midois fully involved, they fully appreciate his avoid as Hashem, his Torah and mitzvahs, then automatically it also can become chametzdik. There's no room for any evil, for any ra. Just like simply, usually matzo ashira, things made with juices, if there's no water involved, wouldn't become chametz. But when the avoid is in a way of lechem oini, meaning it's being done purely just with Kabbalah soil, then there's also some room for ra, for klipa. You didn't eradicate it completely, you're just doing it just because you have to, but you don't have the appreciation in your seichel and midas. And that's why we need to guard the matzahs, that they shouldn't become chametzdik. Says the Rebbe, generally these two ideas, iskafia and ishapcha, is also the difference between Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim and the future Gula. By Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, we're told that he didn't have to run away why? Because the evil, the bad, the klipa was still strong, and they needed to run away from the tumor of Mitzrayim. That's also the idea of lechem oini. That's why they had lechem oini because it's the it's the it's the one that represents the kabbalah soil, only doing it in a way of iskafia, without the flavor, without the taste. On the other hand, geulah hasida, when Mashiach comes, we are told it's not going to be in a haste and a rush. The ruach atuma Hashem is going to remove from the world. This is this hapcha, complete transformation, like matzo ashira, and that's why. The, we asked before, why kibichi pozen, because you left in haste, why is that a reason for lechem oini? Now it's very much understood. Because the rad, because the evil is still going very, very strong, that is exactly why the, the avoida then is lechem oini. In other words, the avoida of iskafia. Now says the Rebbe, the reason why 
we have Lechemoyni is not only because it's similar to Yetzirah Mitzrayim, which at that time they ran away, but the Rebbe says, in truth, there's a certain advantage in this Avoida of Iskafia. Because that's more connected with a person's own avoida, his own effort, his own toil. That means, in his hapcha, yes, it's true, the person is becoming one with Hashem. There's, he's not even shayich, there's no ability for ra, for anything evil. But it's specifically in his kafya, where the emphasis is on the concept of bitl, that he's doing against what he feels like doing himself, just to do what Hashem wants. In fact, says the Rebbe, this is one of the reasons why even when Mashiach comes, we're going to mention Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So that we have both advantages together. On the one hand, the Yitzhapcha, the transformation that happens when Mashiach comes when there's no Tumor, but there's also that advantage, always remembering this concept of Bittl. The Rebbe says, based on the teaching of the Alt Rebbe, really all the matters of the Geulah HaAsidah started already by the Geulah of Mitzrayim. In Avoida, what that means is, that what's giving us the koyach to be able to have the iskafia at the time of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is because immediately right at Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim we know already there's going to be eventually the Geulo Asida, the complete transformation of evil, is hapcha. Now, here's the question. How is it that by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim you can already feel and tune in a little bit to this is hapcha? Seemingly there's still the ra, there's still this war that has to go on. You can seemingly only be holding at the level of Kabbalah soil. Says the Rebbe, because even Kabbalah soil itself could be done in a way that's not absolutely forced, but rather that even your seichel and your midas appreciate that you need to have the union of Kabbalah soil. In other words, you can have the idea of Kabbalah soil, the main avoid is Kabbalah soil, but even that with some sort of geschmack, some sort of appreciation. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand going back to the matzah they ate in Mitzrayim. The matzah they ate in Mitzrayim, on the one hand we said it could have been matzah ashira. On the other hand, we say it still is the kind of matzah that needs to be protected, that it shouldn't become chametzdik. That means, because on the one hand, there's already somewhat of the geshmak, like matzah ashira, but at the same time, the main avoid is a kabbalas oil avoida. The kabbalas oil itself should be with some sort of appreciation. But because it's mainly still kabbalas oil, you're still dealing with a situation where there is bad, that's why it's the kind of dough that needs to be protected, that it shouldn't become chametzdik. Says the Rebbe, this idea that you could have the geshmak involved, even while you're having Kabbalah soil, that's only the night before they go out of Mitzrayim. But once they're going out of Mitzrayim, we say the emphasis is specifically Lechem Oini. Why is that? Because at this moment, the time of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, this is really where the Yidna are accepting upon themselves the kingdom of Hashem. Kabbalah soil malchusay. And that's why this is specifically the time where there needs to be the Lechem Oini, which is the absolute bitul, complete sub- submission to Hashem.